Hello beautiful people on this space and a warm warm welcome to yet another episode on the show. If you're listening to the sound of my voice for the first time, or you're listening to the Mental Health Podcast and I am your host, Iwiki Tumafivo. The Mental Health Podcast was created out of the depth of my heart to show up, speak up and be boldly honest about my beliefs and magic and also to create even more awareness on mental health and mental health challenges. And I believe in synchronicity and not coincidence. So if you find yourself listening to this episode, maybe there's a dual thing here especially. Maybe heartbeat by heartbeat, we'll all be able to make the world a more loving and kinder place where human emotions are prioritized even more. And any episode which your heart or leave a spark within, Leave a review and share with your friends so the podcast can reach more people and create even more heartfelt sparks. We cannot wait to hear from me. Don't forget to connect with us on Instagram at the mental health underscore podcast underscore. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back, guys. You're listening to the mental health podcast. I mean, happy new month. Um, sincere apologies for not bringing in new content I mean I've been away for like two weeks but I you know we were active on our social media community the mental health underscore podcast underscore on Instagram I mean I've been working on a major project and you know I thought of sharing it with you all I mean happy Valentine to you and yours I mean it's, it's a season of love you know spread joy spread hope it mustn't really be a significant other or your boyfriend or your girlfriend you know spread hope to your family your friends i mean just make somebody feel loved and special so the big news is um happy anniversary to the mental health podcast i mean it's been two years of making beautiful positive impact i know i'm really grateful for the community for this mental health community and i'm so glad i've been able to you know touch your life and helped you on your journey towards a mentally aware you. So in celebration of our two years anniversary, I have something special for everyone. I mean, the Mental Health Podcast secured a collaboration deal with the Nigerian Medical Students Association on mental health advocacy. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about building healthy relationships. So sit back as we dive into that. Hello everyone, hello beautiful people, um, warm, warm welcome to the Mental Health Podcast and I am your host, Irike Tomafevo. So on today's podcast episode, we're going to be having um, amazing people on our platform and since it's Valentine, we're going to be talking about building healthy relationship as a medical student or a healthcare professional and this episode is proudly endorsed by the Nigerian Medical Student Association on Mental Health Advocacy in a collaboration with the Mental Health Podcast. So I'm going to be introducing our guest. So welcome to the show and just introduce yourselves and tell us what you do. Good evening, Favor. Good evening, everyone. My name is Obiha Adabrichu. 
I'm a 511 medical student of the prestigious Namdias Green University. Um, I'm also a member of the Standing Committee on Public Health, a huge advocate for good health, of which mental health is a very, very important component. I'm a photographer, a creative director, and I'm so, so delighted to be on this platform discussing such an important topic with great minds and individuals. It's a huge pleasure of mine, and I hope that we pass on, that someone out there gets the information and this information will be important to someone out there. Thank you very much. Good evening, everyone. My name is Dr. Samuel Aroture. In my guys, my middle name, how to pronounce sometimes. So, but I am glad to be here. I'm a medical doctor and I'm currently at Central Hospital Worry, Delta State, Nigeria. I am a man that's passionate about relationships and an avid reader. Every year, right now, I try to average at least 25 books, despite the nature of the job and the nature of medical school while I was at it. And a large part of that also happens to be about relationship because of how vital I think it is. I think it's a skill that everyone has to learn since I think we've been brought up deficiently in it. Aside from medicine, I am a Christian and I also am passionate about other things such as sales, copywriting, marketing. Those are my external interests and it is a pleasure to be here to discuss the topic of virtual relationships. Good evening, people. Good evening, listeners. And I'm greeting my colleagues, as well as my chiefs present. Um, my name is Olai Fortune. I am a medical student from the University of Benin. And um, I am currently also a research writer, um, a data analyst, data scientist, and also someone who is um, looking for and in search of uh, a healthy relationship. So I think. Um, that's one key reason why um, I'm here. Um, good everyone again. Being the guys, I mean, so it's time for us to introduce our superwoman and beautiful. I mean, it's not easy to be a woman in healthcare. Whenever I see female doctors, you know, I give them that accolade because it's not easy. It's not easy. So, welcome to the show, Doctor Ameze. Please, can you introduce yourself? Hello everyone, I'm Dr. Amezo Sande. I'm a medical officer who just finished her house job training and I'm also a woman in tech. I am a front-end web developer. I'm so glad to be in your Thank you so much, Dr. Samuel, Dr. Ameze, Melvin, Fortune. Thank you very much for being part of this wonderful Thing we're doing here and for being part of this episode as well and also creating time to you know create positive impact so on today's episode we're going to be hearing your thoughts on building healthy relationship as a medical student and also as a healthcare professional do you think it's possible for you to i mean being medical school or being healthcare and also have time for love have time for family and also create meaningful relationships. Do you think it's possible? Because I feel like people have this general ideology that, oh, I'm in medical school. It's just book, book, book. I just want to read and pass. I don't have time for romantic feeling. I don't have time for friends. You know, I just want to pass. Do you think it's possible? So I would like to hear your thoughts 
on this topic. Yes, over to you, Melvin. Can you can you share with us what um, a healthy relationship means to you? Thank you very much, Favor. What do I understand by healthy relationship? A healthy relationship is, in my own understanding, is a type of relationship that involves honesty, trust, respect, and an open communication with, between both partners or individual. And it requires their compromise and effort. It requires effort. A healthy relationship, in order for it to exist, requires the effort of both individuals and it needs to be compromised, understanding for it to for it to stand. Without these three pillars, I don't know and I, I know that for sure a healthy relationship can't exist. So that compromise, that um effort must be there. Yeah, and it's an and it's a, it's a type of relationship where you have respect have open there's an open communication there is trust for sure that's my own understanding of a healthy relationship thank you i understand how overwhelming how overwhelming it can be at times when you're working at the hospital you're very tired long hours long shifts or you are in medical school and you have so much to read lots of textbooks, to you know, to read the fear of failing. So I understand it can be overwhelming, but do you think it's possible? Do you think it's possible for you to have good relationship, even as a medical student or as a medical doctor or as a healthcare professional in general? Yeah, I strongly believe you can have a good relationship with anybody in medical school for sure and still ace your exams, still be um, an above average student. Everything depends on you and the other individual for sure. And it's it's all also boils down to understanding from both parties you get. There's that sacrifice, you know, for example, you're in a relationship in medical school, um, it's expected that your partner understands the gravity of work that you need to put in. Uh, so that understanding is there. And on your own part, you need to sacrifice as well. You, get, you need to sacrifice as well. In as much as you you might have a lot of things to do, a lot on your schedule, but you still have to sacrifice. So it requires both, both parties understanding and that sacrifice as well. So it's, it's possible to have a good relationship. It's possible to have a good relationship with people that are not in your field. It's possible to have a good relationship with friends that probably are not close by. And, you know, you guys probably, before you enter medical school, you are very, very close. And you still want to, you know, maintain that good relationship and call your relationship. You can still maintain that you can still have a good relationship in medical school and still, you know, pass and still succeed, to be honest, in my own opinion. So yeah, it just calls for sacrifice and understanding from both parties. That's very key. That's why I know for sure. Understanding from the other end, sacrifice from the other end and you're good to go. It's, it's possible, it's possible.
um, after your definitions of what a healthy relationship is and what it entails, I think it becomes self-evident that it is not just possible, it is a necessity. Most especially because of the overwhelming nature of the job. Most especially because of how stressful medical school is or being a medical practitioner is. It becomes a do I call it a mandate a divine mandate so to say that everyone has to have a healthy relationship and yes it requires effort yes it requires commitment consistency and all of those things but it is necessary and when things are necessary you just have to do them it is both necessary and possible for you to have a healthy relationship irregardless of the profession you are in irregardless of what you are doing and irregardless of the constraints you have around you because there are methods and patterns and ways that you can gain and glean the best experience from the little that you have yes i completely i completely agree with you dr samuel and i believe that we at some point in our lives even if we fail to ignore them we all need people and we all need to have a sense of support from our families, our friends. Yeah, there are times when it gets really overwhelming and we we need we need we need we might crave something more stable. <clears throat> Talking about relationship, um a romantic relationship aspect now, you might crave something stable, you know, something to call your own, something to, you know, cry on, shoulder to cry on, maybe when you're feeling really overwhelming. So yeah, I completely understand this. Thank you so much, Dr. Samuel and Doc um, and Melvin, for your wonderful contribution. So, over to Dr. Samuel. We would like to ask because since you are the professional here, you're the doctor here, and you have more experience than we do, so we'd like to know how do you how do you manage to cope with the demands of your work and your personal life in maintaining healthy relationship how do you cope with the demands of being a doctor and also um being in a beautiful relationship as well thank you for your wonderful question if i had to pick one thing i would say intentionality so the single most important aspect and the single most important thing that has allowed me to be able to manage it hasn't still been easy but it has been better and intentionality and then always ensuring that I try my best to express my love for my partner as well as my friends. Even for my male friends, regularly if they are if you ever been around me or you're around me, you might hear me telling my male friends that I love you. And interestingly, they now tell me but I love you too. And even the my junior colleagues, my senior colleagues my family members I regularly intentionally try to be available for them. Now, intentionality is a broad term. We now have to bring it down. What do I mean by intentionality? Intentionality means that you realize that these relationships are priorities for you. Yes, they are as important as your career. They are as important as every other thing that is around you. I argue that the only thing that should trump anything about your relationship is God. But even God wants you to have a healthy relationship. I say God a lot because of Christianity, my own belief. But even across all religions, there is a need for a very wonderful relationship with your partner. Then how do you express this intentionality? Apart from the three C's like you mentioned before, I always ensure that for me personally, 
I try to allow my partner to feel like the five C's of the love, the f- five love languages that I've been spoken about before. Words of affirmation, physical touch, gifts, acts of service. All five of them are things that I try to ensure that my partner actually feels from me. And then that little time that we get, I try to make it quality. Yes, you are going to go through a stressful day, but you are most likely going to end the day and come back home. But even if you are tired, you can give some time to your partner. You might say, oh, I'm tired and I won't be able to talk too long, but then you try to make them come into your day. You can give them updates of how the day went. You can listen to how their own day went. And listening is a very important skill too. Then beyond that, even on the very tedious day, the days that is so terrible, because there are days like that, it's so difficult to pick up your phone. You can, before you know, the day that started by 8 a.m. is running into 4 p.m. and maybe you're on call that day. I realize that what's my, for me, I feel like what my partner actually wants is not exactly to be constantly in communication all through on those days, but she wants to constantly feel connected to me. So I can shoot off text intermittently trying to let her understand tango for the age of whatsapp send a whatsapp message send a voice note can send a funny thing for family members the same thing i can send a text if you cannot call text and beyond that i genuinely listen to her when she's giving you giving me feedback I try my best to send you listen i understand and always meeting her with compassion because i believe that the keys to healthy relationship is for me when i wanted to start my relationship i felt i wanted three things i wanted somebody that had a good relationship with god i wanted somebody that had a growth mindset and i also wanted someone that had a good relationship with others i felt that once i can get these three things every other thing will fall into place and i still believe in that thing someone that has a growth mindset which is what you now have to have to have a good relationship is somebody that will listen to feedback and then modify somebody that realizes they can be as wrong as their partner can be wrong and then a good relationship with god allows the person to have all those other factors that you want somebody you can trust somebody that has integrity somebody that will not be lying to you somebody that will not be unfaithful to you and a good relationship with others because if we are not living in a vacuum we can then be sure that that's your partner is not going to be causing chaos between you and family members between you and friends and even with your friends because this is not just that relationship it's not healthy romantic relationship it's healthy relationship the same thing across but even your friends you want friends that are not quarreling with everybody around you i think that's just being the key for me yes that's that's really beautiful i love i love the fact that you you enlightened on intentionality for me i feel like for me, I think one of one of the issues I have with people is I don't I don't I don't like people that are not intentional about me. Because if I want to be intentional about you because I like you as a friend or I like you as a significant other, I feel like you should also reciprocate it as well. Let me know, let me understand. Okay, are you free? Are you busy? I think active communication goes a long way. It makes that person feel valued makes that person feel like oh okay this person actually cares about my emotions but it's not when they are only focused on themselves i feel like that's where the problem lies that's really beautiful thank you very much for your wonderful insights yes that's really beautiful welcome fortune for joining the conversation so yes you made emphasis on 
you find it difficult in building healthy relationship and that's why you're here so can you share with me i mean everybody here and the general public i mean what challenges have you faced in building healthy relationship with people what challenges are you currently facing and what do you think you can do better good evening again everyone good evening again people um like i said uh, first of all i think a healthy relationship is actually very important um i also feel it's one of the prerequisites for living a happy life but then um the major challenge i've been having about um having a healthy relationship is basically attention and commitment um most of the time it's very difficult trying to keep up with the numerous activities um some of us have uh, in outlines for our dele- for for ourselves um on the monthly basics on the weekly basics even on the daily basics sometimes i make plans um for the day and when i wake up the next day the plans begin to crumble and then i'll have to find ways to readjust everything because sometimes emergency comes up that same day and i still have to like um have a lot of commitments i have to i have to attend to so uh, most of the time it's very difficult to being here really being first of all being in a relationship first no no see everyone um the attention and the commitments part it's quite difficult because because of the other activities um at length for an individual like myself um yeah yes i completely understand this fortune i completely understand i don't think you would be the fir- i don't think you're the first person neither would you be the last that would find friendships or relationships overwhelming and you know keeping track with all aspects of our lives so like that's why we're having this conversation isn't it? so yes i'd like to ask speaking on um speaking on balancing and you know planning our lives i'd like to ask melvin what role do you think boundaries play in maintaining healthy relationships okay i think boundaries are markers that are needed in every relationship for every human for everyone there are things that we can tolerate things that we don't we can't tolerate there are things that we like there are things that we hate there are things that don't even make sense that we just know we don't like and there are people that don't have done nothing to us that we just don't vibe with it's just like that the boundaries are but the important thing about to really note about boundaries in my opinion is that you have to evaluate every boundary that you are setting is it something that is valid that should exist is it something that you are setting not because of this present person and this present relationship but because of what has happened in the past before and yes things that have happened in the past can carry over to the present relationship but then you want to discard as many things as possible that so you don't um, tie your partner with or place weight upon your partner that your partner did not bear that your partner did not come with or place restrictions on your partner that your partner is not supposed to be having just because of the fact that you've had a, an experience before that was not so nice and now you've set built up walls that are not going to prevent your relationship from going well. But boundaries in their own self, on their own, I don't think they are necessarily bad things. I think boundaries are like pain in the body. Pain is not necessarily a bad thing on its own. It's just a marker of a problem that is going on. Something that your body tries to call an attention to and call attention to and say, Oh, this is what is going on at this moment. Please pay attention to this thing because if you don't, it can cause us damage, it can cause us hurt. So with those boundaries there, whenever they are breached, you cannot say, Oh, you cannot evaluate why did this person breach it? Was it an intentional breach? If you have boundaries and somebody is consistently, constantly breaching them with no regard whatsoever to whatever you've said or what you are saying, 
you have to reevaluate is this person really sensitive to my needs is this person really paying attention to me but Patrick can also breed very healthy relationships something that has been known to happen sometimes in relationship is that let me use sexual interaction now when people have sex they get more attached to one another I think was it was saying whatever it has been seen that when you are having this period of um, sexual attraction because love on its own is a blindfold so to say something that blinds the eye when you have this kind of interaction you might not be so clear you might not be able to validate very well and those kind of things and so some people will say oh as for me in my relationships i don't have sex because i want to especially before we even start dating maybe some people just before they start dating say oh i don't have sex so kind of this thing now we're not talking about even the christian aspect so just because they want to be clear in the evaluation i kind of this thing then you cannot come and start pushing them and forcing them and making it seem as though oh, they're a terrible person for placing that kind of boundary and you get why some people are also people like in a relationship they will say they will say that I don't introduce you to my family until about like three years into the relationship because I've introduced someone to my family before and within six months he broke my heart and that kind of this thing. Maybe valid, maybe not, but you should always evaluate. Is it really fair for you to now impose on your new partner that kind of limitation? Is it really fair? Are there boundaries to the kind of things you can say to one another? You cannot insult me no matter how angry you are. You cannot shout at me no matter how angry we are. Or at one another we cannot start shouting that everybody around us hear us or no matter how angry we are with one another we cannot start calling in everybody that exists to come in and because i feel like the term boundaries may be it varies from individual to individual but it's essential to make your relationship more wholesome to make it more vital and also can serve as markers and pointers to a point where you really need to reevaluate the issue. Sometimes if brandish a bridge too much, you have to walk away. But if somebody protects you, you can never start bringing down some kind of boundaries if there are things that are more restrictive. That's my own opinion. Over to you, Dr. Ameze. Thank you again for being part of our episodes. And you know, I mean, you are a medical doctor and you have a lot of experience in on this topic so i'd like to know i mean what are some healthy communication skills that can bolster healthy relationship with people would you mind sharing some of them with us thank you very much for that question well personally i feel tagging your relationship like i'm dating a medical student i'm dating a medical doctor puts a lot of pressure on the person on ourselves like if we're dating ourselves because you already know the person you're in the relationship with does not have a time it's sad but there's a lot of there's a lot that goes into medical school there's a lot that goes into medicine as profession that when the person has your time like you have to make the most of it. So, studying, being conscious of that, the fact that you are dating a medical personnel is already a lot of pressure already. So that's an ugly truth. Like tagging it, whether you want, whether you want to accept it or not, it's an ugly truth that we face because we don't have time. So. Like you said, effective communication is so important in dating someone that is a medical doctor or a medical student because you really, really need to, if 
effectively communicating this person because there's a lot of um, there's a lot of gaps in the relationship so in such a way that if you don't know how to effectively communicate with the person you won't be able to trust the person you will not you will be you will always feel insecure when the person is out of reach because a lot of times we are out of reach so I feel effective communication is very very important in relationships when it comes to medical students and medical doctors. But apart from that, there's another angle I would take it out like I would um I like to um shed light on and that's the angle of us medical doctors, us medical students. I feel you need to be intentional about your relationship. Personally, I dated in medical school just because I happened to find somebody that I liked at that point in time. And if I could go back in time, I think if I was intentional about that relationship, it would definitely have ended. But I would have learned better lessons and I would have been more matured about the relationship. It's important to be intentional because the pressure is always there. There's always an exam to write. There's always something to do. So it is like so, so important that you're intentional about your relationship. So if you are entering a relationship at any time, see, you need to know what you want from that relationship. So um, that's so personally that's my code. That's my code now. If I'm in a relationship, I'm intentional about what I want from that person. So I am not just chasing shadows. I'm not leaving things to chance because you don't have that time as a medical doctor to leave a relationship to chance. Given me just see that this one because it doesn't work with you as a medical doctor so or a medical student you are the one as a medical doctor or student that has to put that um effort to be intentional about your relationship so like because you are the one that does not have time so the more intentional you are the easier it is for your um for your partner to know that okay this guy this girl is trying so i think that's my opinion Thank you so much, Dr. Amezi. And I really grabbed like so much from what you said, especially intentionality. Constantly, I always emphasize on intentionality. Even my friends can attest to that. Um, I always say that when you're intentional about people, no matter how, no matter how busy your day gets, because you have that mindset, because you have that mind that oh. I'm supposed to check in on this person. It doesn't have to be lengthy hours of conversation. Just pick up your phone and just let them feel that, oh, if they are understanding, they would understand that, okay, this person is occupied and they won't really beat much over it. But when you are not intentional about it, it makes them feel like, oh, there are other people that are doing the same thing you're doing. What are you doing differently that you can't spend just five minutes of your time to pick up your phone and make me feel loved and make me feel like I matter. And I'm not just even relating it on romantic relationship now. Friendships, family in general. I feel like when you are intentional about this person, it's, it becomes less overwhelming and you don't use your 
your strenuous work as an excuse of you no know, sacrificing like 10 minutes of your time to you know check in on that person to just make sure that they are okay just let them know that oh I've not forgotten about you, I've not abandoned you, I'm still here for you, but I don't have time to talk at the moment. Active communication makes them feel loved, makes them feel understood, and it doesn't make them feel like, oh, I'm disturbing this person, okay, let me just push. Yeah, I really, I really, I really love that, I really love that keyword you emphasized on intentionality. So to wrap it all up, thank you so much, Dr. Samuel, for your insights on how boundaries the effective role in building healthy relationships. So to wrap it all up, Dr. Samuel, could you give us, um, what advice would you give to somebody who is struggling with balancing the fact that they are medical students or they are medical doctors? I mean, they are human beings in general. So can you, what advice, what advice would you give somebody that's struggling to balance all it is they do and still have time for meaningful relationships? I think for me, my own final thoughts are going to be the fact that everybody's struggling with it. Whether in the medical profession, outside the medical profession, everybody's trying to find a way to balance family life with work life and all of those things. And it's not really easy to get work life balance. In fact, I know there's a school of thought that argues that you should not even aim for work life balance. It's almost impossible to actually get that kind of thing. So maybe just maximize each aspect as you can. So you don't put yourself in tension and pressure trying to get the work-life balance. Yeah, but that aside, the only thing you can do is just be more observant, be more intentional, listen more to the people around you, and you strive to be the kind of person you want to have as a partner. I feel like that is the most important, that is the greatest thing you can do, the greatest investment you can make is determine the kind of partner you want to have and strive to be that kind of person. As you are striving to be that kind of person, you find yourself being more intentional, having to to be an ideal partner, right? Not just strive uh, to be the ideal partner. Let's not be that the kind of person you choose to be is a toxic person because um, that does not help anyone, though. And as you strive to do that, forgive yourself for the lapses you will have because there will definitely be lapses. Try your best to improve when you can. And then there might be some periods that are just so difficult to maintain relationships and all that. Fine. Over time, is a lifelong journey, this game of relationship. We are going to be trying to master it from now to the day we die. Nobody's going to be an expert in it immediately. You can just do your best and ensure that in all things you are trying your best. And when complaints arise from the people around you, don't just dismiss them. Try your best to actually listen to the feedback and modify accordingly. Hopefully, with all that, you will get yourself in a better position. After all, every other person is managing and finding a way to do it. And you will too. And that is a wrap. Thank you so much, Dr. Samuel. Thank you so much, Dr. Amaze. Thank you so much, Fortune. Thank you, Melvin, for sharing your insights and for you know saying something really impactful and for making positive impact. And on behalf of the Nigerian Medical Students Association, I'm very sure everybody listening to the sound of my voice must have learned. 18 or 2 and I really hope they apply these principles moving forward thank you so much for your time we are really glad you you could join thank you very much for having me and it was amazing 
speaking alongside my other colleagues and chiefs. Have a great um, year, everyone. Thank you, Favor, for having me on the show. I'm Ali Big NIMSA Committee on Mental Health Advocacy for putting up this wonderful show and project. It's been a wonderful time sharing ideas and rubbing minds with great, great personalities and individuals in the medical field. Until we see you again, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Favor, for having me on the show, and kudos to NIMSA on its efforts towards mental health and those cases. Thanks for putting this together, and I hope to be on your podcast soon. Bye. Thank you.